Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Welcome to Ghost Chronicles International. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and somebody's beating something. I don't know what it is. And uh, New England's own Van Helsing. And with me all the way from Wales is the gold standing and ghost hunting Steve Parsons. Yo, how is it hanging? Yes. And all the way from uh, the land of wherever Scotland is, uh, the my favorite sp- Scottish spiritualist medium. I think the only one I know, but that's all right. Uh, Stephen Scott. Hi, good evening, guys. Hey, how are you? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Can't complain. You know, I'm I'm very, uh, you know, I got a new Skype screen and it's kind of like taking me for a loop here. It's like I've never seen this before and it's, you know, you know, it's it's squirrel to me. What can I tell you? You know, it just... uh, it's got me enthralled. Anyway, so moving right along, uh, welcome to Ghost Chronicles uh, International. Oh, yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> that's exactly what I was talking about, because that's that's exactly what's happening. I just you know, start the show, and all of a sudden, like, I get this strange screen on, and it's like, what what is this? And I'm like, curious as hell. And I think that's my problem. I'm just too curious. But anyways, uh, we want to thank... Uh, Steve for joining us, uh, both of them. And, uh, you know, I got a uh, a message in Facebook as a surprise. And it was from this uh, organization. I think it's, I forget the heck the name of it, Auckland Paranormal or something. But they did this little video thing and it says, what does the paranormal mean to you? Oh, God, not them. Did you see it? I got it as well. Yes, fine. What, what do you mean? Oh, God, not them. What, what, I mean, it's kind of I've cool. had it about three times now. Please tell I us and make, make a little they, video about your paranormal team and we'll put it on our... 
It's not a paranormal team. It's well, it can be a paranormal team, but you know, what's what does a paranormal mean to you? And I started thinking about it, and it's like, huh. If I was to do it, I was wondering what that would be like. And and I actually watched the stupid video. It's about half an hour long, and I shouldn't call it stupid, but I call everything stupid. Um, so I'm going to ask Stephen Scott, what does the paranormal mean to you, Stephen Scott? Well, paranormal. It's yeah. Things that are outside the, the normal realm of understanding that we haven't quite got our head around yet. That's what, it, that's what I think it means to me. Natural occurrences that we don't quite understand yet. Things that are okay, perfectly that's, normal. That's what it means to you, right? Well, that's basically, that's, for the most part, that's, yeah. I, I yeah, I know. That's I know. It's for sure answer. I know. Yeah, you could go into a big, long diaration. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to do that. I'm keeping it short. Keeping it short. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's unlikely for you, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> even more unlikely is to hear Steve's answer. What does paranormal what, yeah. what does paranormal mean to me? Yeah. Strife, argument, lots of bullshit. <laughs> and orbs. Don't forget the orbs. <laughs> no, and orbs. Yeah, and, and I started thinking, you know, I said, if I was going to make one, what the heck would I say? And I said, uh, you know, I think I would say it's an enigma that tickles my mind because I don't understand it. And I, no matter. Did you just say enigma without screwing up there? I did. I did. Yes, I did. Jeez. You know, you'll be able to say they, quintessential soon. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> can I just point out, Steve, Ron actually said an enigma, which is even more impressive. Because half true. the people I know can't say that. There you go. Now you're confusing the hell out of me. You know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I think the correct response to that question, Ron, is that would be an ecumenical matter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's from uh, uh, Father Ted, for those who don't he's know. Fi- he's reference. finally seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's finally seen it. I've watched it a hundred times. A hundred times, at least. I love yeah, that but, show. Yeah, what, what was that other one you, you inadvertently watched the American version of? Ghosts. Yeah. Oh, Ghosts. Oh, Ghosts is awesome, but that's the British version I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the American, American version one. is terrible. Is it? Wait a minute. Oh. Uh, how could you say it's terrible? Have you seen it? Yes. I've not seen it, no. Oh, okay. After, after, you, after you unearthed it, because I, yeah. I mentioned watch this BBC series, Ghosts. It's so good. Ghosts. Yeah. And you you turned up. I didn't even know there was an American version of it, and it's awful. It's like when the Americans attempted to remake The Office. Mm. just didn't work. I ran for how many seasons, so it did work over here. Didn't work for That's us. Prob- yeah, I know. Well, this, well, this is a difference because you're a little different than we are in so many ways. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, we both have queens, so it's, it's understandable. Um, anyway. Yeah, but yours are on television and where maybe. Yeah, no, 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 I'll tell you yours is RuPaul, you know. I was, so. No, I was just in the White House. Um <laughs> Actually, I think anyway, Dylan's in Queens this afternoon. There he goes, another Queens. Uh, oh, anyway. Yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. So I, I forgot the hell I was thinking about anyway. But yeah. See? Squirrels. Yeah. Squirrels. <laughs> okay, send me off so easy on this stupid thing. <laughs> I had this whole plan for the show today, absolutely whole plan for the show. And I, I actually spent some time thinking about it and what I was going to do, and it's it's all down the toilet right now. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> whatever. So what's new? Uh, so they discovered hey, another speaking planet. About, speaking about what's new. Oh, wait a minute. You asked me. You first. Wait. You know, I'm going to answer the question. You said what's new. No, I was answering the question. No, that was a, it, was a, it was a it was a rhetorical, you know. What's oh, new. it's a rhetorical question because <laughs> yeah. you don't want so, an answer. Yeah. Well, you go ahead. all night. But can I have a rant? <laughs> when don't you have a rant? <laughs> yes. Oh, there we go. Okay. Wait a minute. Ask this Stephen. He's like, yes. Wait a minute. Stephen is like, yes. Yes, Stephen. Stephen, can Steve have a ramp, a run, whatever the hell it is? He can have a rant, a ramp, and a runt as much as he wants. Okay, thanks. <laughs> On this week's episode of Grinding My Gears. Oh, I like that. I like that, yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. We're, all, we're all stealing that already. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I, I was looking at a new paranormal device it's not really a new paranormal device but it's taking the paranormal world by storm this is this is the alice as in the woman's name yeah at the alice dna itc evp device what so well bear with me bear with me so now this is literally you know taking it's it's that Italian thing. What was it? The ghost arc all over again. So I, um, I did some background checking on this and I you got to the, no, no. Well, Damn. I could have done cause anyway, <laughs> any, any bear with me. I am. So, so it turns out that this device is just you can buy it as a standalone, but uh-huh. it's been around for a number of years and is still available as a, uh, software download. Now, Early. bear with me. Now, digging down, I find that it's a piece of software that you can download on a 30-day free trial, and then you pay your money. And it works on any Windows computer. And coming soon are versions of it for your iOS, Apple tablet, or your Android device. Um, so if you have an Android uh, portable computer or phone and the manufacturers, the developers of it say that uh, this software package allows the spirits to speak. Oh, um, <laughs> so I got thinking. Sorry. About this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just thought I'd heard an EVP there for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I did some some further checking. You know, do you uh-huh. plug something into your computer or your tablet or your smartphone, like yeah, a yeah. special sensor? And discovered no, it's it's just a piece of software that 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 uses the computer's circuits in okay. order to allow the spirits to communicate. Wow! So I asked the question. Did, haven't had a response because it got blocked. I asked the question. <laughs> I asked the question. Like you, Steve, I've noticed. <laughs> if the spirits can manipulate the software in order to use, you know, can manipulate your software in order to <laughs> use the hardware to mm. communicate, why can't they just use a speech just processor or the speech <laughs> synthesizer that's already built into the machine? Yeah. That got me blocked. 
Nice one. Congratulations, Steve. I'm so all you've, you. got, all you've got to do now is to, like, get a piece of software and go, hey, I can communicate with the spirits. What a load of... <laughs> see what I mean? You said, what does the paranormal mean to you? Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminded me of an episode of the IT crowd where the, they tell the boss that the, the computer can yeah. the computer can speak, and he sits there talking to it like, "Hello, yeah. computer!" <laughs> yeah, Hello, computer. It's the whole day talking. Oh my speaking, God. Not, speaking of that level of tech, have you seen the one where they accidentally drop the internet and break it? Yes, <laughs> in the IT crowd. <laughs> the whole, I, I, the whole room like that show too, huh? because they break the internet. <laughs> Just but it's just an empty box, <laughs> and they bring it to the, the meeting, and, and to that's the right. And everybody believes it, and it's like chaos. It's like that scene from the airplane where they all go mad and start thinking the end of the world's about to happen. Yeah, that's basically yeah, yeah. I prefer the episode where they're, where they're all in the lingerie section and Ted gets. <laughs> that's them out. Father Ted again. That's Father Ted. That's Father Ted. I know. Father I know. Ted. Yeah. yeah. Back to Father. My Ted. favorite is still Speed on Father Ted. That's my absolute <laughs> favorite. I'm sorry. I cannot go beyond that. That is so, my favorite. I hear you're a racist now, Racist Ted. now, Father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another good one. Yeah. It's that whole scene, Steve, is brilliant. What's the church's stand on the racism? I can all, I'm a busy man. I can only vote maybe one or two days to the racism. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. I can't believe they got away with that back in the day. You wouldn't get away with that nowadays. It's so no. funny. The, the woke crowd would have you. I know. <laughs> so, Steve, Steve and Scott, you watch the IT crowd? I love IT crowd. It's brilliant. I do yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, it's another one I've watched over and over it's again. Steve, ever, Stephen Scott. You, I mean, Stephen. What the hell is the other Stephen? His name is Parsons. Have you have you actually listened to that one? I've seen that one. Yeah, my, my actually my wife, uh, uh, Mrs. P, is a huge fan of the um, the IT crowd, and another one she likes is Big Bang Theory. Big Bang's awesome. Yeah, she really? uh, she, That's she one keeps I can never every, get into. Every time Sheldon comes on screen, she goes, "It's you." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so it is. Yeah. Don't use stars. Don't use stars. <laughs> hey, just finished tonight watching the box set for, uh, or the uh, yeah, okay. the equivalent of the box set for the new series of um, So What Do We Do in the Shadows? Is it any good? Is oh. it as good as a movie? Uh, well, they're up to series three now, and oh wow, yes. okay, right, yes. I'll check it out then because the the movie's one of my favourite go to movies. You've got to watch down. the series, um, right? Okay, you know it's it, for me. It's it's the energy vampire. <laughs> right, okay, I'll need to check that out. Okay, because <laughs> it's uh, uh, we had a meeting at my day job. Sorry, we're completely digressing here. We had a meeting go go haywire <laughs> online, and someone got really wound up, and I said to him, "Come on, guys, come on." We're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> Nobody, <laughs> knew Nobody knew what I was talking about. And I was, I had to, I had to mute my microphone because I was, I was just ended. As soon as I said it, I thought I, I really shouldn't have done that, and I just couldn't stop laughing. And he was like, "What are you talking about, swearwolves?" And I'm like, "Yeah, okay, okay. You obviously don't know the, yeah, you're not in with the crowd." <laughs> no. Yeah, you get, you got to be careful with your references. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've really gone down a different road uh, than I expected. <laughs> but uh, now I'm confused as more. So anyways, um, Halloween has just come and gone. Uh, and, you know, as every Halloween comes, then every media outlet always is looking for ghost stories and everything else. 
So I, I try to find some information whether there was an actual increase of ghost stories through the years, uh, an increase in uh, ghost sightings during Halloween. And I couldn't find up with any find any reputable uh, evidence at all. Lots of theories. Hmm. There's, so there's certainly, well, there's certainly an increase in paranormal sightings whenever there's uh, a new series of Most Haunted airing. Yes, that's very true. Is you there know, really? Because, be, well, well, there is, because as proof of that, um, our good friend and um, Yvette Fielding was on mm. GB News uh, just the other day um, with, you know, remarkable uh, evidence and word of a new 60-part Most Haunted series. 60? 60. So it sounds so incredulous there. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Six zero wow. episodes. I mean, How considering, they, that, considering uh, they only ever made, what is it, 215? Mm. Pre, that's, you know, that's a big series that's coming. Well, not a series, like, you know, contract. Or, oh, Stephen Scott. Yes. I have a question. Have you ever seen the series that uh, Stephen Parson was in? Yes. Absolutely. Did you recognize him? Well, it was kind of strange. Um, I <coughs> the first time I met Steve was actually through Kieran O'Keefe because ah. uh, I'd I'd kind of been lurking about in the shadows doing my own thing and just kind of you know being part of the spiritualist church and all yeah. that. And what I thought, do we do in the shadows? What do we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows stays in the shadows. Steve, we had that discussion at Tutbury, and um, <laughs> so I attended one of Kieran's courses at Tutbury, and I found out that. Steve was going to be there, and I thought, oh, that's that guy that was on Most Haunted, I'm sure. And I thought, oh, this, this could be interesting. And other than picking a fight with my wife on, that, on the first <laughs> night, uh, <laughs> which kind of happened, uh, yeah, that's kind of how I first met Steve. And that's how that's... the second time I met him, I saw that look in his eyes, oh, Christ, no, this guy. Um, can, I, can, I just, can I just interject at this point and say that the course that you attended wasn't Kieran's course and I was no, there. No, that's right. It that's was correct. my course and it, Kieran was there. It was, <laughs> but that's not how it was branded to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. And then once I arrived there, I was I'll, I'll be honest, Steve, I was and I'm not just, you know, as we say in Scotland sucking up to you here. Uh, I, I I was hooked to be a lot of the stuff you were saying because it kind of resonated closely with what I'd always thought, even doing mediumship, how a lot of people misinterpret the majority of what they get and go down a rabbit hole instead of looking at the scientific basis for what they're receiving and uh, it resonated quite strongly with me and why times, thank you, you Kieran's know. made a career out of that that's <laughs> 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 very true yeah but all fairness Steve he's, he was on Most Haunted before you on he screen. absolutely was he on absolutely screen, so. was and he, you know, it was courtesy of Kieran that I got my big break on Most Haunted. Mm-hmm. I was his body double. God, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You were the state Puff Marshal man's body double. <laughs> no, I was Kieran's stunt, stunt body double. In fact, yeah. on one occasion, I, uh, you may joke, you may, you may think I jest, but uh, we actually, because I, I used to say, oh, I'm only Kieran's stunt double. Mm-hmm. or body double and there was one show uh one uh, i can't remember who it was for now but kieran was talking about um a particular device 
Um, but when they did the close-up, the camera close-up of the device, it was my hand holding the device. Ooh. Mm, see, I was the body double. So, you, yeah, you had one of those, what do they call model got, hands? Well, he's only got stumpy little fingers, you see. Like, <laughs> um, Lisa's got fingers this morning. Whenever. <laughs> Ask a woodworker how many fingers he has. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no idea. No idea. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. So I was surprised the first time I saw you on the most haunted. I I almost didn't recognize you. So what? Because I was a little. Yourself. I was a little bit chubby. A little chubby. You were round, my friend. Round. No, 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 no. As as everybody knows, who's who's been on television. You know that small oh, box yeah. in the corner of the room yeah, does, adds more does, weight to it. Yeah, does, here we go. You know, does put a few pounds on. Uh, you know, I was on TV and I never looked that round. That was because you always wore a hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a big hat. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually have uh, uh, some video which I'm going to put up on page. The first time oh. Ron took his baseball cap off, I actually walked past him because I didn't recognise him. Uh, yeah, well, and I've been staying I, with I've him got for this, a week. I've got this show I did with with uh, the, I forget what whose show it was. It was some woman. Uh, it was a, a news show, and I was on an hour on a the show. show. Yeah, nude show with no uh, with no <laughs> hat on because I had no hat on, so it was a nude show. So you get it. Uh, but anyway, you know, you ever you ever see the? Did you ever go to the first movie of Dune? Dune, the 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 scientific the David Lynch one. Yes, the original one. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that in theater? No. Yes. No. D- did they hand out the little cheat sheets to tell you what it was all about? Oh, the little back a long time. Uh, yes, they tried, but I told them to keep it because I'd read the book. Yeah, yeah um, I read it. You should have kept it. Uh, little acronyms. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've decided that in all future events, I'm going to be handing out sheets with Ronisms on it, so people know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyways, I don't know how I got on that, but uh, I did. Um, okay, fine, whatever. Anyway, uh, so most haunted is is back. Sixty more series. You heard well, it from uh, what's yep. his face? Uh, well, Steve, the guy on BB on GB News, the, the news group okay. just this week. Yeah, and I, uh, I I happened to turn on the TV this morning when I got up around five. And uh, mind you, mind you, got to say. Wait a minute. Did, Wait a didn't Jason and Grant and all the others say that tap that Ghost Hunters was due to come back and that never materialized? Oh, it is. It is. It is back. Well, it's not back over here. No, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. But anyways, I turned on the TV and yeah, what on the were you show doing at five o'clock this morning. I get up every day early. Uh, I turned on the TV and they had Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. Um, what's his name? The the black guy. Ellie uh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson, thank you. And the the two uh, two of the new people from the show, one of the writers and things, and they were talking Dylan about Jones. The new... No, not Dylan. <laughs> new... <laughs> also known as the British Stay Puft. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it does have that Steve? look. Got... I love Dylan, but he does have that look. <laughs> Steve? He does. You're right. I'll give you that. Steve. <laughs> yes. You know what I call him? What? No. Colin Robinson. Oh God, yes. Are you going oh to get reference from the American you know, Wait, wait till you see, t- wait till you see television series, you'll understand exactly what I mean. 
what do we or, hear? Or what? quickly Google, or quickly Google the TV series. What TV series? <laughs> the one we were talking about earlier. Which one? Just Google Colin Robinson. Colin? Colin. Colin. I'm not telling you, Ron. I'm telling Steve to do it. Then he'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah, no, no, no. And I, I, I kind of know what you're talking about. Yeah, from what we do in the shadows, the TV series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not because I, of what I, he I is, but look at Mark, Mark Prokesh, I think he's the actor. Yes, I think Just, you're right. I've, I've not seen it, but I've seen the clips. Oh my goodness, yeah, you're right. Oh, I, that's <laughs> cruel, Steve. That's very cruel. Phil <laughs> <Poor> Dylan. <laughs> Well, he's, he's only down the road from Ron. <laughs> and he's not here to defend himself. And this is what Ron brings out tonight's Star Prize guest. <laughs> exactly. Joining me, li- joining me live on the sofa tonight. <laughs> joining me live, tapping at my window in a creepy way. <laughs> <laughs> not Cal. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. Cal normally phones in. Yes. Like we can. All right, so, <laughs> anything else? Can we move on? Can we talk we about paranormal, paranormal, maybe? Or something? Well, uh, yeah, so we've, the, talked about, we've talked about Most Haunted, Vampires, the yeah, Alice TV Box. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. The Alice, I was, was going to ask Alice you, Box. are you looking forward to see the movie? Anyways, uh, the new Ghostbuster movie. Do you know, I when I first saw the trailer, I actually got a little bit emotional. I actually felt yeah. as though this this looks like a fabulous movie, as opposed to the travesty they brought out before that. And, oh God, um, please, yes. No, yeah, and I actually watched it, and I felt a wee lump in my throat, especially with the whole kind of connection to Ivan Reitman and everything. And I thought this looks phenomenal, so I can't wait to see it. I'll be honest, I just love fancy movies, and this looks like a corker. I hope it's I hope it lives up to the hype. Yeah. Do you know, I, I, I'm fully with Steve, you know, when the trailer came out, particularly the last trailer with the last five seconds, the last I'm not five seconds reveal, yes. which yeah. I'm not going to reveal because, yeah. um, missed, have you missed us? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, of course, it was screened a few weeks earlier at a Comic-Con. And it was also shown a week or so ago in Canada where the the movie theatre in the town where they filmed much of the film. Dan Aykroyd's from Canada, actually. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. what what I'm slightly nervous about is some of the um, reports that are coming in are not Mm -hmm. that uh, glowing. I don't really care. Um, I always think I think of myself. I don't let other people think for me. Thank you. No, no, no. Do I usually? But it's just it's just yeah. sort of like, ooh, I, you know, it's made me a little bit nervous because yeah. I'm going to say I'm seeing it on Sunday because oh, yeah. I uh, think you'll love it, Steve. I think you'll because love it. Our, our local movie house was a view cinema and Steve, you'll be aware that they mm. couldn't sort out the rights to get the film in on time for the for the launch on Friday. So we got to wait till Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But nevertheless, there's just that tiny little niggling, you know, because oh, you know, we went through well, all this in 2016, didn't we? Speaking you about know, tiny little niggling, there's the tiny little tunes. And we've got to take a break. Well, you get, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles International, maybe if you're still listening. Uh, <laughs> I am Ron Kolick uh, with Stephen Scott and Stephen Parson right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio. We'll be right back after the following messages.
Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They all talk ugly kooky, the Parax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parax family. They're strange. Deranged. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous. As we give awards to the Parrax family. And welcome back to part two of tonight's first episode of the Double Ghost Chronicles with the Ghost Chronicles International Edition. And don't forget, you too can contribute uh, to the uh, the dollar GoFundMe fund for the Colec for the Colec Psychic Center no. and Colec and Rehabilitation for Paranormal Research and Kipper. Rehabilitation Home for the Criminally Bewildered. I, I like to call it the the uh, the home for disturbed girls and women. Excuse me. Hey. <laughs> not going down. That one to, yeah, <laughs> not going down there tonight. Fine. <laughs> Just want to brought it up. I was happy with it. <laughs> Never mind. It's a simple idea, you know. We have one hundred and fifty thousand downloads every month. You just said so in the ad. Or our trailer said so in the adverts. Every one of them chips in a dollar. The psychic centers in the bag. Yeah, it is. It's not a psychic center. Will you stop that? Anyway, right, Twilight Home for the Criminally Bewildered, then. <laughs> Twilight Home for the Criminally Bewildered. Sorry. Is home for bad girls? I just, just took it to a weird level again. That just got dark. Yeah, that, that immediately stopped the laugh earlier. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. What am I going to get more hate mail? Okay. Uh, anyway, address your mail to Ron Kolek, care of the Any Ghost Projects. That's any a n y Ghost Project. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, uh, it was pretty cool because uh, I saw this interview. They interviewed the, those guys at the uh, firehouse uh, from the first uh, movie. And, Dylan went uh, there this week as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. D- Dan Aykroyd was there, and he was saying how he got the the idea by reading his father's seance book. Grandfather's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. And uh, <laughs> it's all. Look, if you're going to tell the story, tell it right. Well, if you know it, tell me to tell the story then. No, you were doing well. You just got the father and grandfather mixed up. I'm sensing a father figure. Sorry, that was really funny. That was, that was really good. 
Oh, God. Everybody's listening to this going, why was that funny? <laughs> but no, that's really funny. <laughs> did you have a father? You there? You that person there? Did you have a father? The fact you're sitting here means you must have, but did you have a father? Can you relate to a father figure? Oh, my you, goodness. You just realise you never could use that line again, does Stephen Scott, right? I never used that line. Oh, that's good. I do. I no, do. I, I would never use that line. No, that's the one thing. But when you're properly trained, you're told never to use that line. You know, I sense a father figure. <laughs> oh, brilliant! You know, but you know, now nowadays, especially in the United States, we, we uh, I could see that this is all going to change because I mean, you could be seeing, you'd be standing there, and I said, uh, I'm sensing a uh, non-binary. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I can't go any farther. It's a, it's got a six six sixteen little name on it. I can't say oh, it. Do you know I've I've actually had that situation before where I had a I had a gentleman come towards me and say I'm a gentleman but they know me as a woman and he actually he was a drag artist. Yeah, that's fine. And it was it was the strangest thing because I was like I'm standing on the platform you know in a church going. I'm not going to put that in a out. church. You oh need, yeah, you, yeah. You need to give me more information. Yeah, your father was he a woman? Uh, do you know what I mean? It doesn't work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you need to give me more. And then it was like I'm a drag. Yeah, it's a whole new. It's a whole through. new spin on I'm sensing a father figure there, isn't it? It does. It yes, is. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it might be a mother. <laughs> oh, you know, oh, no, see, Steve, no, wait a minute. That was the weirdest thing is that they came through with comedy and it, it, it was a fabulous connection. And eventually it came to light to me, the way I work on that kind of emotional kind of feeling level is that I thought, this person's really just trying to wind me up. And I thought, this must be a comedian. And I said, I've, and it was like, I've got a gentleman here who's a comedian, but he was also more readily known as a woman. And immediately one hand went up. And I said, can you understand that with relation to your father? And they went, yes, my father's a drag artist. And I was like, I did not see that coming. <laughs> like, Thank God for that, because I thought I was going insane. Um, hey, qu- while I, while I remember, Stephen, um, have you read Billy Connolly's autobiography? Not these new one, the one that just yeah. came out. No, yeah. I've not read it yet. I'm not going to spoil it. Read it. There's a great line. There's a great section in it about what he thinks of TV ghost hunting. Oh, brilliant! Okay, yeah, I'll need to check that out. He's quite good when it comes to expressing himself it's, as a villain. It's very good. Yeah, okay. Stephen Parsons. They have these things called telephones and Skype that you could actually talk to Stephen Scott, you know, one on one, if that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of let you know. I mean, you know, just well, 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 I am doing. I've got Steve's number. I, yeah, I, I, I know. I, I am know. doing. You know, uh-huh. I, 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 that's now. the point. That's the you point just keep there. interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> Typical bloody rude American. Yeah, I yeah, agree with you. Ron, you've never heard the British conversation, have you? It's like, <laughs> hi, Steve, how you doing? Yeah, okay. Oh, that's nice. How you doing? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, speak to you in six months. That's just <laughs> a British conversation. It's like, you know, we've got all the stuff we want to stuff we want to say, but we just don't talk about it. So it's just, it's like, okay, well, that's good, jolly good. Speak to you in six months. Cheers. Yeah. Okay, say hi to the family. Bye. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Done. You know, yeah, we don't need to have that. That's, that's a typically British telephone conversation. Yeah. I've started communicating with Steve through his phone through these apps that he's got. He just doesn't realise it's me yet. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> you work you work in that car phone warehouse Indian call centre. But ching <laughs> <laughs> Oh very, very bad. <laughs> they called me up the other day and they said we could upgrade you to the latest version of the iPhone and save you thirty pounds a month. Can we first ask what make obviously not in a, an accent that anybody could understand, but yes. um can, you know, what what model phone do you have? I said I've got an iPhone 13 Pro Max. <laughs> and, he hung, and he hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> the next day they called That's back. And I, they said that the same thing. Because they phone every day at four o'clock. I've blocked <laughs> yeah. now about 30 numbers from them. But they keep finding you know, new ones. Yeah, they and today they, today they called up and they, uh, they the same spiel. <laughs> And they said, what what phone do you have? I said, Nokia 3210. And they hung up. <laughs> that's, that's a really, 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 really old phone, though, isn't it? I mean, let's face it. I mean, even I know that one. I was going to say, Steve, is that the, the last phone call I got, I know we're completely going totally off the rails now, but um, phone call from terrible. The dead, I was amazed obviously. you you knew you had an iPhone 13, whatever it was you just said, um, because I don't know what kind of phone I've got. Telephoned up and he says, I'm phoning on behalf of EE, it's about your contract. Like, all right, okay, what kind of phone do you have? And I just looked and I went, a rectangular one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't actually know what kind of phone I have. I'm just, it's just, it's kind of square, but longer. Um, And he just hung up on me. I love I love those calls. You know, some some days when you're sitting there, you're like, you know, doing stuff at the computer. The phone rings at four o'clock. I know it's one because you 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 know comes up with this like number that you don't recognise. Seven Oaks or Solihull or Shepton Mallet. You think, oh, you know, it's that. And you pick up the phone. My name and I'm calling you about your from Carphone Warehouse about your Vodafone contract. Was he and from I Wales? Like, yeah. And <laughs> I, I would, it was my be- best Valley's accent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm from Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we should explain this. If, if, if you ask anybody, anyone who lives in Britain to do an Indian accent, it will start off okay for the first like six words yeah. and then it slowly devolves into bad Welsh. All the, way, all, the, all, all the other way around, especially the Welsh. Yeah, Welsh always devolves into bad Indian. It's terrible. <laughs> when you get, when you, actually, since I've lived here, you can. I've learnt to be to switch between the two. Welsh. And I did that. Yeah, I did. A, I did. A, <laughs> over Halloween, I did. I did six. Was it sixteen radio interviews? You know, it was, it's that time of year, and they, they always wanted and finally spooky bit for the news item, and all the all the little BBC regional stations want one. So, and some of the independents, and by the end of the day, I thought I've had enough of this, and I did one where I switched. Because he said, and joining us from Wales is uh, is uh, you know renowned ghost investigator. Yeah, he started off, and I was a uh, yeah, I'm down here in Wales, and I very quickly in the in the next sentence I switched to Punjabi and then back to Welsh. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and for three minutes, I did the entire interview alternating between Valleys Welsh and Punjabi. <laughs> <laughs> So that's really funny because I know people that do that unintentionally when they're trying to do Welsh accents. It's just so funny. Just the way it devolves. 
a bit like tonight's conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, we, you know, we all do interviews periodically. You know, you ask, can you do this webinar? Or can you, you know, do this like reporter thing for this radio station? Uh, and it's like, you get bored of saying the same old thing. I did one last week and it was like, well, you're a renowned. I'm not renowned. So what do you think ghosts are? Ghosts are the returning spirits of the dead. Completely. That, that was the response I got because they wanted, you know, I was supposed to be the sceptical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just agreed with the believer all the way through. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll probably never get asked to do that one again. I was just thinking that there, Steve, actually. I think we've lost Ron. I don't know if he's dropped off. Just to sleep. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Squirrels. Squirrels. <laughs> That's it. He's playing. Yeah. Ron, Ron, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I apologise. Uh, your co host tonight, Ron Coley, <laughs> New England's own Van Helsing has temporarily left the uh, studio because he's become in- beguiled by his new Skype screen. Leaving the show in the capable hands of myself and um, Scottish psychic medium, Stephen Scott. So, Stephen, yeah. um, when when did this psychicness first develop? I mean, oh. was it like, is it like puberty? Does it just, you know, wonder, make, you, your voice go all squeaky, you sound like Scooby-Doo and then, psychic or is it a more you know how does the process evolve that's for me it just started as a general awareness of atmosphere is the best way to express it and uh, i'm not one of these people that says you know i've been seeing spirit or ghosts since i was eight years old and you know my uncle came to me and told me i was going to do all this stuff it was nothing like that it was always always had that capability to be open emotionally to the world round about me so you would know from for example you would know walking into a room if there was a bad atmosphere in the room if someone had had an argument uh, and it, it started like everyone else it started off at home where if you would know if your folks had had an argument or something wasn't right and then that started to build on itself uh, as I got older where I just started to become more aware of the kind of general feelings of the world around about me. And it's just like anyone else. We've, we all do this. It's just some of us decide to take it that little bit further or some of us have that interest to want to take it further. That's basically it. That's how it started. Do you think it's an interest? Or, I mean, is it something within this? Because I've got been told... Let's, let's call it a calling. Because it's, well, for, for some people, it's, 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 it's... Do you know, let's face it, society today tells us how to walk, how to talk, how to eat, oh, yeah. shoot, whether to wear a mask. Next. How to hold a, yep, when to wear a mask, when not to wear a mask, how to hold a pen, how not to hold a pen, how to use a knife and fork, how not to use a knife and fork, you know, and all of this stuff gets drummed into us. And it's one of the, uh, one of those, one of the best things I always find, and you know I do martial arts as well, Steve and Ron, is that when senior teaching kids, teaching kids martial arts is easy, teaching adults is really difficult. Because adults have been indoctrinated into a certain way of thinking by their own society and their own belief systems and everything as they grow up. And to teach kids martial arts is really easy because you tell them to put their foot there, do that, do that, and they do it. And it's natural to them because they're not fighting the the retrained, in, you know, they're not fighting the suppressed instincts 
that are, that are deep inside them. And it's the same when it comes to things like mediumship and psychic abilities. And I think that's why people believe that children are more attuned to the spirit world or the psychic world. Then They necessarily aren't. They've just not been told or been indoctrinated into thinking it's all a load of nonsense. So they're more open to the possibilities. And that's how... I think it developed within me because I was never told this was all a load of nonsense. Uh, I wasn't really told anything. So I just went along with what I had and expanded on my own intuition. Through the martial arts, I got into meditation, which allowed me to quiet my mind down. And that's when spirit started to make contact with me, was that when I started to close my mind, not close my mind down, quiet my mind down and quiet down the, the daily hubbub into just something that was more akin with myself. And I think that's when they started working with me. And so oddly, I've, I've, sorry. I've heard a lot of uh, psychics have, have said to me that they believe that everybody has inherent psychic abilities. I mean, is that the case or do we have like people, you know, everybody can't be artistic. Everybody can't play a guitar. Um, well, we can just perhaps not to the same levels. I can play guitar. That, that's a good point. That's a it's good bloody point. awful, so, but I can play guitar. <laughs> But, well, by that by that token, then I would be a bloody awful psychic. You you may be, or you may be a good psychic, but you've just been trained to think you're not a good psychic. Do you think materialism adversely affects the psychic ability? Oh, yes, absolutely. If you have to stand in front of someone you've taken money from and you want to give them a message, it completely changes the whole nature. It becomes a business transaction. That's I was actually I was actually referring um, to the individual um, in in that you see I live in a in a materialist world you know surrounded by gadgets and technology mm -hmm. and just like Madonna just like yeah. Madonna uh, but not Britney she freed herself um, she freed herself <laughs> <laughs> but well, does that inhibit me do you think developing no no, no well that's down to, this is where it all comes down to choice and individual journey in life. Um, as a spiritualist, I believe that we return to this life to learn things and to build on our skills and to build on our knowledge. And it could be within this life that you're choosing not to go down that route, you're choosing to go down a certain route. Which, mm -hmm. uh, there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we have to realise is there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And otherwise, we'd all be walking about completely open, full of all this information that we don't really understand and don't know how we're getting. Um, and for some of us, we choose to go down a more spiritual route where, and I don't mean spiritual as in, it's, this is where we have to separate spirituality and religion, which are two completely separate things. Um, some of us choose to come back to go down a route where we want to continue to experience our connection to spirit and our spirituality through that. And there's others who want to see that, I'm going to make some enemies here. I also want to see that suppressed in favour of religious doctrine, which tells you the complete opposite of what your spiritual nature might want to tell you is the actual truth. And you may have people who want to pursue the more scientific basis of it to find the evidence that they never found in a previous, you know, uh, consciousness of themselves. There's a strong suggestion there that, of, of reincarnation and returning, you know, and it's something that Reincarnation, that feels a strong word because that implies that you've died and then you've been brought back, you know. Because from... spiritualists rarely talk about death being a final act, don't, don't they? Well, no, it's not. It's just a continuation is that your spiritual energy continues. That's an our religion, Stephen. Hello. That's an our religion. It is, it is, but in some, within the spiritual religion, you don't, it's only the physical self that passes. 
-hmm. and the spirit of you continues on, your body is really just a, a housing for your spirit. So your spirit continues on and there's no... Uh, it, isn't that, it continues isn't on for that, that education kind of similar though to a lot of other religions I mean if you look back at the ancient yes, Egyptians to separate it. Yeah. yeah because yeah. the ancient Egyptians prepared I mean there was the car wasn't there which was that's right um, uh, yeah, and then they you know they would prepare the, the, the pharaoh or the, the whoever for the afterlife yeah and, and equip, equip them for you know the what they would need you know they would yeah. and in and in ancient china you have the the oh, similar yeah yeah where they the would, vikings you know, did it they would bury gold that they would take the, into the Valhalla saxons with them. and in the fact they, they, they discovered that um archaeologists discovered that quite recently uh cavemen were also leaving grave goods they were um, yeah. you know back and, back to 20,000 years ago yeah. and then uh even even including the neanderthal Mm -hmm. uh, they found grave goods, uh, you know, buried with the Neanderthal, which were, mm -hmm. you know, in the form of food and offerings yeah. for an afterlife. Absolutely. So, yeah. so I mean, this this belief in afterlife, you know, is it something that is just hardwired in us? It, it probably is. Yes, it, it's hardwired into the human condition to want to continue your existence. Let's face it, that's what procreation's about. It's about continuing a part of your existence through the ongoing seed of your genetic material. You know, that's, is it, that's, is it hardwired hard desire or hardwired born from knowledge? That's an that's interesting question. Yeah, yeah, that's the hard that's part. The is it born yeah. from, are, are we told that's what we have to do, therefore that's what we do, or is it just genetic? Um, I think what we have to remember is that, that deep, deep down we're just animals. We're just animals with a different thought process. So I would say it's more hardwired genetically and that there's that continuation. That's just how I feel about it, is that... Because the, there is the, a there is a suggestion there that it's hardwired because it's it's we know that it's going to happen. We know that we recycle the spirit yeah. and that you know we learn something from each one. We we although we we're not consciously aware of the lessons. That ah, we're learning. yeah. So are we pre preparing the bodies for the rehousing of the spirit? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be honest, I've never thought of that. I just blow my mind, Steve. Um, because so, you know, if you go back to you know, we don't we don't normally endow um, Neanderthals and cavemen and you know our, our ancient forebears with the, with you know particular knowledge when compared to ourselves because we know stuff about putting spaceships all over the place and you know we are the most advanced generation of humans ever to have lived. We tell ourselves, mm -hmm. but spiritually, we're not. We may not be as aware of ourselves as those ancient forebears which is distinctly possible well, yeah because technology i think, does I think you're misreading that steve I, I, I just because they put goods grave goods doesn't mean that they're coming back it's it's that's a lot of them like the no Egyptians, no i didn't say needed that no, stuff I, for the travel to the next life exactly not, well that's what i'm saying yeah. That yeah. there is so it's a, not there it's was, not a it's not proof of reincarnation no i didn't say it was shape or matter I didn't say it was. What I was saying is exactly what you said, which is they are giving the the necessary wherewithal um, mm -hmm. in order to facilitate travel to an onward right. existence. Yeah. So there must have been a pre. There must have been, you know, even with the the Neanderthal, um, yeah. some some idea of an afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> There, mu there must have been so it, it must be intrinsically connected yeah, into a genetic wired. code 
that there is more to it than this. We we know there's more to it than this. It's whether or not some of us need to see it and have fight. Some of us can choose to accept it. See, and the, 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 other the, prob- the other that problem... Might be, with- that might be the essential difference, Steve, between uh, a psychic investigator and a psychic medium. Quite possibly, yeah. That one but, of simple acceptance or demanded proof. Well, you you know what they say for the for the ultimate skeptic, no amount of truth is enough. For yeah, the yeah, ultimate yeah. believer, you know, no amount of evidence to the contrary will ever convince them otherwise. Have you figured out your Skype screen yet, Ronnie? You're back. <laughs> I've been back for a while. Oh, well, let's face it. I was just the, the I was other, just giving yep. I was giving our listeners the a demonstration problem, the of, other how, problem, of how good the show could be. The other problem <laughs> the other problem with it is that. We assume that Neanderthals and Cro Magnus were unintelligent. And if we we well, are judging them for wait a minute, let me finish. Okay. So we are judging them from today's standards. But you gotta realize that we've been here for thousands of years where we've had knowledge passed on to us from things so each generation has become smarter and smarter, supposedly, maybe yeah. not lacking. Well but, that's that's what I was gonna say. The Cro Magnum one was the epitome of the intellect at that time. Whose yeah, brain it, capacity yeah. was 30% larger than the homo I was going to say, because it, yes. it, it? it had zero experience to, for it to learn from. I mean, in other words, it learned for the first time. It learned everything. It, they were the, the ones that set the table for us. So, you know, as we grew in, in, as a, a race, we learned more and more and more and we became more and more intelligent. But we needed that table setter. And it's not saying that that table setter wasn't it was stupider than we were or didn't have lacked intelligence that we did. Oh, it come just on. Didn't, didn't have you, the you, experience yeah, that but, we had I mean, for thousands of years. Yeah. But as I said before, we tell ourselves we're in a, we are the most advanced race of the humans that have ever existed. And then you go and elect Biden. <laughs> well, technically, we are, but the most there are recessive genes, speaking of recessive genes, the ginger head gene, which is a recessive, is actually, according, oh, to, careful now. according to, according to quite recent research, uh, ginger haired people are heading towards extinction. Yes, they are. That's quite correct. Apart not, from as lo- not as long as Claire all still here. Well, your hair color comes out of the bottle. Yeah, no, mine comes out of the <laughs> out of the box. I think <laughs> comes. It's glued around the fringe of the baseball. That's terrible. I was just going to say that. It's terrible. Yeah. But, um... See what happens when Ron comes back. The whole thing I know, just degenerates. Just the hand basket. But we've also got to remember that the real reason that people buried all these goods with their dead was to give future metal detectors something to do. Yeah, well, you've also got you've also got to remember that there were no sooner in ancient Egypt be out of work. Well, it wasn't archaeologists. <laughs> they were no sooner buried than the, the grave robbers up. came along. Yeah, they dug up again, stole all the grave goods, and yeah, that's why a lot of the cultures actually didn't say where they buried their grave goods. They actually hid them for future use so they could come back in their next life, you, you know, yeah. and pick them up and take them on with them. So yeah, but meanwhile, somebody somebody come along and purloin them. <laughs> Yeah. Where's my grave goods? <laughs> I mean, what would you imagine? I mean, what can you imagine the scenario? You know, Pharaoh returns, goes to pick up his like you know chariot. But you mean sword, the, like, returns from the dead or returns as spirit? Returns as spirit. You know, he's had right. his little uh, you know 
but if he goes where's my grave goods and somebody goes you've got no hands mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how are you going to pick them up how are you going to pay the ferryman if somebody's nipped off with it, with your gold? Two pennies. I, no, see, yeah. I think you have to pay the ferryman to get across to the land of the dead. Exactly. Two pennies. That's why you put them on the eyes, right? Yeah, but on not if somebody's eyes. nicked oh, them. Oh, man, I read that wrong. <laughs> not if somebody's <laughs> nicked them. We got to go. That was the bell, by the way. Oh, so, goodness. Yeah. So, so who's the show brought to us by, Ron? Uh, I have no idea. Laurie, oh, I think Ron said... Yes, uh, yeah. Circles of, circles of wisdom. Today's oh. show is brought to you by oatmeal. No, this is, this. Yeah, it's not Sesame Street. You normally at this point mention our Patreons and the GoFundMe page. and. Ah, fine, whatever. All right, so uh, today's <laughs> show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Nervex Street, Methuen, Massachusetts, and the Glant Messier Family Law Group, 15 High Street, North Andover, Massachusetts, and our very good friends on Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, including our two newest members. Uh, who the heck is the, our two newest? The, the English guy. Oh, three, three, English, three of them. Yes, we have uh, Mr. Uh, what the hell is his name? Colin uh, Bislin. And uh, Bislin, B L S. I call him Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was slow there. <laughs> All right, we got to go. Steven Scott, thank you for joining us. Thank Can you, I guys. Steve. It's always yeah. a pleasure, if not a laugh. No, nice to catch up with you again, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Anytime yeah. yeah. you two want to get together, let me know. Good night. God bless you. Good night. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.